Hi everyone, today I'm gonna talk with Christine, um, also known as the herbalist in the woods. We started working together, um, yeah, through Instagram, we started, we connected, and then eventually I made a channel portrait for her. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit today, and here she is. And I have no idea how to add you. Anyway, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. Channeling, um, higher self, all kinds of stuff. But first, I have to try to add her. I have no idea. Aha. Uh -huh. Hey. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> the challenges of the third dimensional world. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm having all kinds of technical difficulties right now. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. so bear with me. I'm just going to try to get my stand my stand broke this morning when I picked it up. Uh -huh. So Oh, I, I, I'm on gotta... the couch on the wobbly pillow with my tripod, so <laughs> yeah, it is It is interesting to see how like each time I'm going to do a live or a podcast with somebody very spiritual that we're always still very human and messing around with technology. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get, if all of a sudden my camera falls, I apologize, I'll pick it up. <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing that that may happen to me as well, but we're just going to keep on going. So yep. yeah, good morning over there. First of all, it's still very early where you are. Yes. Good morning. Afternoon. <laughs> well, but I, I tend to get up rather late. So this is kind of morning for me still. <laughs> good. Good. I'm, yeah. glad. I'm glad I didn't break your beauty sleep. Oh, but I don't really, well, beauty sleep, that's the thing. Um, like I'm trying to be this normal human. I'm trying to fall asleep. And what happens right before I fall asleep, all these guides and angels, Hey, now that you're quiet, we want to share something with you. Does yeah. that happen to you as well? Uh, it definitely has been lately. I'm pretty good at really just shutting people at, well, people, anything off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can fall asleep so fast, but definitely lately I've been very um I feel like I'm just being bothered and I'm not really <clears throat> necessarily tuning into anything super awesome but so I get a little mm -hmm. irritated but maybe yeah. I should pay more attention yeah it depends because we had a weird thing happen a few days ago as well where we, um like we had some kind of entity bothering us and it felt really weird and um like with Nick, um, what was it again? He saw he saw this entity before during a ceremony, and then his sister had a dream about this same entity, and then I felt weird, and I had to leave the room, and I felt that it had to do with this weird entity, and then we handled it basically. We're like, no, we're done with that. You cannot be here. You just yeah. cannot be here. We have stuff to do. This is not working. You need to go. Yeah, I I oh, had. Yeah. I've had that kind of stuff and I've dealt with, um, I had to remove an entity from my son 
Um, and that was uh, the first time that I had to like actually physically do something. And I was really nervous about it because I hadn't really done anything before. But what I found really interesting is that I knew I was ready to do it because I saw it. And when it saw me, it realized that I recognized it. And it was like, oh, no, she sees me. And I'm like, yeah, I see you. I see you. And I'm going to get you. And uh, (gasps) it was a big ceremony. And I had a lot of um, light worker friends who don't even know they're as magical as they are. But I knew they were. And I gave them each a job to do. And some were located in different parts of the country and some came to the house and we did a whole ceremony and he participated in it. And, and then it jumped, it tried to jump into one of my friends who got really weak and vulnerable and I took it from her and I held it and I said, okay, well, if you're going to be in anybody, you're going to be in me and now I'm going to leave. And so I left and went down to this very magical waterway near us and worked with the water my husband came down and we drummed and you know I did whatever felt intuitively correct to do and Mm -hmm. it worked so it was yeah it was fun (laughs) it's really refreshing to hear you talk about this because like I'm not trying to bash on people or anything but like in the spiritual community a lot of the times people don't want to look at that stuff they're like, oh, yeah, if you just don't do anything with that, then, then it doesn't exist. But the thing is, if you are opening up to stuff, you're opening up to the whole spectrum of energies. And then you also need to be aware that you are the light and that you have dominion over your reality. But the thing is, it's not to, like to scare anybody or to make you feel like you need to be afraid. It's to do the opposite, really. Yeah, completely. And I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's just such an interesting journey because so many, like I've searched and I've worked with a lot of different uh, mediums, um, spiritual, you know, people, and I've learned a lot to learn about myself. And I think that's the biggest thing is that most people aren't realizing their intention behind Um, all of this really needs to have a baseline, in my opinion, of inner work, of the, the healing, the going up, but you can't rely on someone else to do it for you. And I'm kind of seeing a lot of that in people. Um, I see some people that come to me are looking for me to give them answers, which is okay, but you have to have that base of this is for my mm-hmm. higher healing. Yeah. And, and that, I think when I figured that out a number of years ago, many, many years ago, I, I was on this journey for myself and myself only. And the right people will be there to support it, but not to fix it. Yes. Yep. And, and that's the thing that's like, I know I'm going to bring Jesus into it again. I know, but That's what Jesus came to tell us. Like, I am the way. He doesn't mean, like, follow me because I know the answers. I am the way. I am. We all are the way. Through ourselves, we're going to find all the answers. Yes. Yes. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I I love that you're doing those posts on him because um, I grew up 
my background uh, as a child was um, I was sexually molested uh, by my grandfather. I um, grew up in a Catholic family. And, you know, there was just, there was a lot that didn't relate to me, almost all of it, except for the singing. So the harmonic, the frequencies, mm -hmm. that was, I mean, I miss that. That's actually something I really miss. And then um, the other pieces, the connection I had with Jesus. And I just thought everybody talked to him like I did. And yeah. that he, you know, I, I didn't realize that he was coming through me and allowing um, me, giving me space, but uh, support um, while I was having a really hard time in my life as a little one. And um, yeah, I love that you're talking about it because it's bringing back, you know, maybe I need to reconnect that energy um, partnership that I had uh, with him. And whenever, I mean, just right now, it's like, I'm always here and I tell you that every time, you know, I mean, yeah. it's like every yeah. single, he's, I have such a very strong connection with that energy. So I appreciate what you're doing right now with that. Yeah, and it's, it's also because my daughter, like she's telling me, Jesus was playing with me in my room. We played this and that. And I try to encourage her, like you can have your own connection with Jesus. There is nothing standing in the way of that. But then, yeah, I was baptized as a child. I wasn't really like very religious. My parents weren't super religious, but it was just like because it's done like our grandparents did it. We did it so we are going to get baptized, but we don't really go to church. So yeah. I kind of, I was interested in Jesus, but this, the Bible stories, I just didn't, I just, there were all these gaps that didn't make sense. Yeah. And all this stuff that was seemed like, where are all the women in this story? Like, where are they? <laughs> stuff like that. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, I kind of like completely rebelled against the church when all that like pedophilia stuff started coming up. Then I got this tattoo because I was Ooh. like, I don't want to have anything to do with the Catholic Church. And then a few years later, I like opened up to like the whole mystical side of Jesus. And Jesus appeared in like 2016. And I felt this wave of just love wash over me. And I'm like, I, I knew this is Jesus. Like, but then if this is Jesus and this feels like just pure love, then what have I been like, why, like, what is missing here? And I started reading the, the Gnostic Gospels and stuff, and, like, all this stuff was just blowing my mind. And, yeah, that's how it all began with Jesus, the re rediscovery of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, what I have navigated through, especially recently with um, realizing that I had a lot of, uh, energetic, like entity, um, things tapping into me without, um, without realizing it. So I, uh, in the past couple of years, I kind of shut off all, all anything had nothing had permission to come in. I didn't look for or call for or call upon any, um, energy. And uh, because I wanted to know who I was and I wanted to understand my energetic relationship with myself. 
And that journey really helped me a lot now. And what I notice, like just, just saying, okay, it's okay for you to come through uh, with energies like Jesus or Michael or Archangel Michael or Mother Mary or uh, St. Germain or, you know, whoever mm -hmm. it might be. It's a totally different relationship that I'm having. Um, it's like a, a confidence piece that I am tapping in and it is coming through my higher self as opposed to like, you know, sideways over yeah. here or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. and, and since you did that beautiful reading for me, that really um, opened up and expanded my full understanding of my higher self and our relationship with each other and how, or myself, I mean, you know, whatever, um, has just expanded so much and how easy the flow has been. Um, and I think a lot of that just gave me more confidence, you know, building more of who I am and understanding, um, so much more like the trees are talking to me in a different way. Like everything is. And so yeah. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. And I think with your readings, like the gift that you're giving somebody, um, it, it, it's just such an expansion. I, I just, I love what you're doing and I'm so happy that I asked yeah. you to do it. <laughs> and, and I almost wasn't going to paint anymore ever in my life because I, I went to art school, but then I was like, I'm not ever touching any paint anymore because I started associating art with like competitive behavior because in school everyone was very competitive. It was very ego-based. Yeah. And then I stopped painting, had, had Nora, my daughter, and then she was a little older and I was like, okay, I have some free time again, like in the evenings, because she's like sleeping through the night. I'm going to start to paint again. And before I knew it, I was channeling all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, okay, but I had come to a point as well, I guess, in my own spiritual journey where I was confident in the messages that I was receiving and trusting what was coming through. And yeah, that's, I can't, I don't know if you can see it from here. I'm quickly going to go get something. Okay. <laughs> I'm still here. Whoops. Okay. That is when I drew this. Yeah, I love that. Which is the first, like, I had, I started having all these visions of this Druid lifetime and with blue paint and stuff, and I started seeing like the the jewelry and the pins that they had, like the bronze pins and all kinds of stuff and clasps. And I'm Googling and I'm like, what time is this? And it was like fourth century Scotland where, where like the Romans were about to invade Scotland and they couldn't get in and all that stuff. So this apparently was my past life over there. And that is how my higher self presented herself to me the first time. But she has kind of changed a little bit, like, I guess, depending on where I'm at in my journey, her appearance kind of changes. It's like you said with the eyes, with your higher self, that her eyes had changed. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, I don't know, it was um, when she came to me, when I, I was, when I first saw her, 
um, after your painting, I had, <clears throat> I said, I, I would like to see you in reality. Um, and so it's just, she's just like, close your eyes. And she, she's like, so what happens when I start to journey is I'm called to sit around a fire and now it's changed to the violet flame. And now we walk into the flame and then I get transported down, um, into the, the inner earth and the, the journey into Telos and, Sometimes I, I, I'm not called to go into the flame. I'm called to follow an eagle or follow a bear or something like that. And then I will walk with them into the woods usually. But in this case, she brought me down and I could see her cloak. I couldn't see her face. It was sort of, sort of hidden. And so I followed her. And then I believe she put a cloak on me as we kind of went into Telos, but we, were, we weren't quite there. It was like we were on the journey there. And then she just turned around. It was like we were floating and she just turned around and she put her hands, you know, right on my face. And when she pulled herself up to me and she put her forehead on my forehead, like the, the love I could feel in that connection of just complete um, oneness you know, just this connection with her was so beautiful. But she, um, you know, her eyes went right into this gorgeous gold and speckled brown, hazel green. Uh, I, it's hard to explain, and I probably should try to paint it someday. But, um, but in doing that and that, and as she looked into me, all of a sudden, she transported those eyes into mine. And so I was looking through her eyes. Yeah. And it was a it was a really cool experience. And it was it was a brief one, mm -hmm. but it was beautiful and, and touching. It was touching, really. Yeah, I think that is also why I started with these portraits, because like this is basically like okay, codes and, and light language on paper, because what happens when you transcend the third dimension? You can create all these codes just out of energy, but we have to somehow bring them down into matter. And if you see this like every day, like we have this whole thing here with all these portraits and every day we see them. So you don't have to do anything. It's the subconscious mind is absorbing all the information. And also some people are not as visual. They don't really have clairvoyance, but they would like to develop it. And then you can kind of like how you train a dog, like reverse training. You teach them how to sit by like giving them the treat each time they sit. And then after a while, then they sit and then you give the treat. But it's the same with the third eye. If you program it and like feed it with imagery, then it's going to have fuel to create more and to receive the intuitive downloads that are coming in and to trust what is coming in. And I've noticed that with people when I do the portraits, that often they start to see, they start to have the memories because I basically give them this little bundle with activations. Yeah, yeah, and, mm -hmm. and, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and I love yeah. it. I mean, you're so talented. I'm, I'm so happy that I, I, you know, but it was also like the moment when I needed it. Like mm -hmm. I've been watching your um, beautiful uh, readings and the work that you're doing and I, I didn't feel called to do it yet. I knew it was on, on the way. I knew that. 
Mm-hmm. And it's probably been about a year or so when I've really been like, okay, when am I supposed to have this reading from her? And, um, and it's like, no, you need to work with this person um, for something or other. And I think I might've asked you to check for blocks. Yes, I did. And you were like, don't see anything. And I was pretty mm-hmm. happy about that because the reading I did before with Roxy was um, there was a, a block in my neck and she's like, you, you know, you put it in there. And I was like, I did. And she's like, yeah, it's seven years old. And I saw, I saw myself and I saw the moment. And that was when I was in some pretty traumatic um, time in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was like, that is so interesting. Uh, Cause there's so much with my neck. I, I know I've had my head chopped off. I know I've had, I've been hung. I know <laughs> it's all this stuff yeah. in past lives, my neck. And, um, and I broke my neck. I should have died when I was 19. I broke it right where it put oh. your breath off. Yeah. In a car accident. And I won't forget that moment either. That was a time where I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Um, not so sure. I want to be going through this right now. And I chose to stay. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's interesting that block was there, but um, I had worked on it. And I think when I got the vision in a meditation on how to turn this energetic piece into like a gas and allow it to dissipate and yeah, um, basically go off into the ether and love. And I was like, Hmm, okay. And that, that's when I knew I needed a reading from you. Yeah, because I didn't notice anything. Like, I remember it was because sometimes, like, when I do the entire bundle with the reading, portrait, meditation, then I'm, like, really in this person's energy for a week or two, maybe, that I'm working on this. And some people, I can feel, like, there's stuff that's pressuring, that's putting pressure, and that's wanting to come out. And I'll feel it physically sometimes when I'm doing a chakra scan and somebody has a really big problem with their throat or stomach or something i'll feel it as if it's happening to me and with you it's like it was all just flowing and and nice and like yeah it was good and you were really grounded as well i noticed and a lot of people they are not grounded enough that the, the top chakras are overactive which creates migraines stress whatever and you're not grounded enough and then it all just it's like bing 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 it's not grounding in and with you, it was just like this beautiful reading full of just flow and, and creativity. And yeah, I love, of course, inner earth, anything that has to do with the blue beings, inner earth, telos. I, I love it. <laughs> oh, I do so too. So I'm really happy. Oh, yeah. Well, well you, I loved it. Um, and, and you know what's so interesting is like Mount Shasta has been calling me for a long time. And you know, it's not like I'm I'm waking up with this dream that I've been in Shasta or, or anything romanticized over or dramatic. Um, I just always feel this little this little pull, this little beam. Huh? What? Where should we go? And then it'll pop up. You know, without even asking. It just so it, it was constantly oh, kind of calling to me. Well, am I back? <laughs> yes, you were frozen um, for. A half a second. You are back. <laughs> a half a second. Okay, good. Good. Yay. Um, yeah, so Shasta's been out there. And I 
I knew nothing of Telos. I am not familiar with a lot of any ancient lores. I'm not, I mean, I've heard of Atlantis. I've heard of Lemuria. I've heard of things, but nothing that I have known a lot. In this past year, my journeys um, have been taking me into these, the inner earth. And I'm, I know I work with an ant woman who is this, she's beautiful. She's kind of Rastafarian and, when I saw her in one of my meditations, oh my God, I started crying because I was, it was like joy of seeing her again. And first time I ever saw her, you know, and yeah, that yeah. beautiful experience when something happens like that, that you're like, oh my God, I've missed you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And my name is Christine, you know, <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird, but awesome. But yeah, the Hotelos thing is just, exploded for me now as soon as you brought that to yeah. the surface for me oh i love it it's so cool there mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it is interesting that i'll always have like people come to me and they'll have different parts of the puzzle that that i also am working on in integrating and then i'll have a client and they are like all angelic energy or something and then it's something that i'm working on and then Suddenly they'll contact me. Can you do a portrait for me? And I have no idea what's going to come out of it because I'm like just exchanging emails with this person. I start channeling and it's this whole angel portrait right when I'm like about to enter like this angelic integration stage. And then with Telos, it came up for me in 2018. I did a Steve Nobel meditation, one of his longer like 50 minute meditations that he has on YouTube. And like, I keep falling asleep with his meditations. I don't know. I, I have it with like nobody else's meditations, just Steve Nobel. For some reason I'm listening and his voice just hypnotizes me. And I'm just like, doo, 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 just doing my own thing. And I'm not hearing anything, but I was seeing all these images and I like, like how you hear a radio in the distance and you're not really listening. That's how his voice like transformed into some kind of background noise. And all of a sudden I'm in, this this place underground with this beautiful lake like in all kinds of rainbow colors and this blue being walks up to me she hugs me she says oh i'm so happy you're back and i know like what you were saying just earlier like in that moment i knew oh you are my sister from lemuria you came to tell us i decided to reincarnate on the surface oh my god i've missed you and i'm in this meditation like whoa what is happening but now I started working with her but then I kind of forgot about her because like started doing other stuff and then I did your reading and then she popped up like yay I'm so glad you're back we missed you uh, like what are you doing here <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about you <laughs> and then I started working with her again in healings and stuff ever since I connected with you and, and the Telos energy that you have and your connections, I started working with my own Telos connections again in healing. And it's just, yeah, super interesting to see, especially as a healer. It feels different, like for me anyway, when I'm working with angels, it will feel like it's all coming from above. And yeah. with Telos, it's like coming out of the ground and into my feet and into my, my, like, I don't know, it's different, but it's really interesting. Well, 
yeah, it, it is really interesting, especially, I mean, now that I'm more familiar and very solid and, and feeling really good about my energy and when something is coming from a different direction, I know it's someone else's or something else's energy and mm -hmm. being able to delicately define all these different energies, like each plant has a different, um, you know, feeling. And like I said, the trees talk to me differently now. And I've always had this understanding that when I'm with a tree and I feel it, you know, trying to invite me to come hug it. They, they just love being hugged. And so when I go to hug it, I always get this vision and I feel it in my heart. So the energy comes from the tree into my heart. It goes down my chakra system into the ground and then recycles with the roots and back up to the tree. So it does like this, this circle. Mm -hmm. And one of my recent, um, uh, downloads I've gotten has been, this is, you know, my higher self was telling me, you know, Gaia, who I guess her energy is changing a lot too. And I, I'm not even sure if she's going to be called Gaia all the time either. But so her, um, she was like, that's know that that is one way how my antenna reaches you, you know, how my love comes um, through into you and that I recognize your light all the time. So when you are out in the woods and you're at home in your house, um, the call you hear from outside, it could be the woodpecker, which was just out my side of my door here, um, calling out and saying, hi, I'm here. I'm with you. I recognize you and I see you and I acknowledge you. Mm -hmm. And um, And so when we get to that point of just being becoming more sensitive to energy, what catches our ear, our eye, or any of our senses, it's something to not brush away and to hold on to with your, with your own love and your own energy and connect with it. And, you know, and that's what was just happening. And that's why I'm, I'm talking about it right now. Cause I didn't want to forget the woodpeckers literally right there saying, yeah. you know, Hey, <laughs> it's never right there. It's just so funny. But, um, yeah, I got a little sidetracked on that one, but, uh, oh, the tellers. We can get sidetracked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend. Especially <laughs> after St. Patrick's Day here. Oh, boy. Um, but the telos energy, yeah, is very from the ground, um, earth feeling. And you gave me a beautiful image in my reading where um, all I need to do is just get on my hands and knees, you know, and, and put my hands to the ground and she'll be on the other side. Yeah. I remember. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, every time I read that to somebody, they always go, Oh, that's so beautiful. This is the image. And I feel like that's, that's a painting right there. I feel, yeah. But I need, I really want to start painting canvases again, bigger sized portraits. One day I'm going to do that. I think, and just be like, okay, anybody that has ever had a portrait from me, you get a discount if you want like a gigantic sized canvas <laughs> or something. Yeah, because yeah. some of these portraits are really, really beautiful, like yours. I was just like, oh my God, I love this. I, I almost want to keep this, but you're not my guide. I need to send you away. <laughs> but then like... Yeah, it's like those images, if you could paint that on a really big canvas, just so that people 
can get the activations and have their own memories maybe and start remembering their own multidimensional lifetimes experiences with these beings that we can't see with the naked eye yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I had, I had that image of you doing that. Have you? That's going to yeah. happen. It'll happen. Yeah. 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 But we're kind of still like traveling and stuff. And until we settle down, then I'm going to invest in more painting supplies and canvases. Yes. Yep. Yep. It'll, mm -hmm. yeah. When the time is right, it's just like, you just know when the time is right, it just is yeah. the way it's supposed to be. And that's listening to your higher guidance. Mm -hmm. And then you won't see the evidence like, because of course we have been programmed to not take any risks when we don't know the outcome, but we, that's why we are so afraid when this really great opportunity that aligns with our higher self comes up, we're going to feel very triggered by fear. But actually that is the sign that whatever it is that you are thinking about and it's triggering this fear, you have to just do it. Because once you get over, like yes. on the other side of that mountain, that fear is just going to be gone. It's not going to be there because you left it on the other side. So that yeah. is that, that is the big lesson for all. I feel like 2023 is the year where a lot of people are going to have to make that decision to just go through the fear. Yeah, a lot of um, mm -hmm. a lot of push. I'm I'm seeing that with just um, friends uh, alone, and and a lot of um, young adults who are just kind of coming themselves and trying to figure out. Well, wait a minute, am I ready to be an adult? And what does that actually mean? And what is this world offering me? And it, yeah, it's like we're just being squeezed, you know. And um, and I'm also finding that a lot of people who are including myself looking for the um, like the next best thing. Well, not, not the next best thing. How do I want to explain this? They're looking for something to satisfy um, something to have to bring you joy, let's say. And that may be, let's go take a last minute trip to Barbados or something. And they end up having a terrible time. The weather's bad or the, um, they got sick or, you know, something. And then they come home and they're like, I could have just stayed home and been comfortable and done mm -hmm. this and, and all these other things. And so it's really about listening to your guidance system and having it not be a, an outside source to find the, the joy within yourself. And I think that's going to be a huge lesson. I'm seeing it already happening to so many people looking within doing the inner work and finding the joy and the love within yourself so that you're satisfied. You don't feel like you need to go somewhere to bring you joy. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, you, everybody wants to escape the snow and the cold weather and the ice up here in, in new England and they leave and I stay and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, the woodpeckers are outside the chickadees, the, the squirrels are starting to come alive again, you know, come out of their hibernation, which means the bears are coming also. And, mm -hmm. you know, going out into the woods and sitting and listening to that silence, but then the harmonic piece of the trees and the water and, you know, everything just starts coming alive. And it's one of the best vacations you can take. 
And I, I love your Instagram feed with just all the videos and the pictures that you post, just the area where you live. It just looks magical. And I, even though it's like nowhere near Mount Telos, it has that same energy, I feel, that ancient Mother Nature energy, like there's energies there that, that you won't find like anywhere else, like there's specific, like just when I look at your pictures, you can feel that there's energies present. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you can see that and feel it because I think a lot of what I do, um, I put so much energy into things. And when I can't post something, I have to look at why, what, what's stopping me from making this post. Is this a self-serving post or is this a post yeah. that is a balanced energetic exchange for those who need to see this? It's interesting how yeah. um, how important it is um, for me, at least, to share nature and, and hope that people feel and get out of it the healing. And I think it's all, I'm sort of doing a similar thing that you're doing with your portraits and your readings is I'm just doing it in a different way. Yeah, you're bringing like those codes from nature with the activations onto like social media. And sharing, yeah. like, yeah, that's what I love because I'll just scroll, like, photography, hashtag, like, nature photography. And, like, it amazes me that some very spiritual people, like, they have, they'll have no idea that they're actually spiritual, but they're posting with such passion about their nature photography that I'm yeah. like, you have no idea how metaphysical you are, like, how connected, multidimensional like everything that you are by connecting with nature in the way that you do. Cause like people think, Oh yeah, if you meditate, you, you're only spiritual. If you meditate, if you do yoga, if you use Oracle cards, but some like, again, I know Jesus again, but like the most spiritual thing you can do is just be very simple. Just connect with nature. Look for answers in nature. Look at Jesus's parables. They're all surrounded, like, around nature. Why? Because he wanted to bring his metaphysical teachings in a very simple way for people, just like, just normal people that didn't understand all this fancy language. And that is why he went back to nature. He always talked about metaphors that you can find in nature and you can just teach like learn so much from like talking to a tree and just asking the tree for advice and it'll tell you something like like look at me i'm i'm standing here it's winter but i'm confident because i know that spring will come and i know that life is abundant i know that this is a transitional phase they'll say stuff like that and then you can like then you see how much humans actually have in common with trees, with plants, but we have forgotten that we are connected to like the, the great mother that we can ask for this abundance because we are always connected. Yes. Yes. Big time. And I, I also feel that you, you, when you go into nature and you just go in because you need to take a break or you, whatever your intention is, is whatever the healing you need, you always come out feeling better. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, it surprises me every time because sometimes I've gone in there with maybe not the best attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. And they, they straighten me out, but 
I, um, you know, every step I've been doing these like meditative, you know, steps and just saying, okay, everybody, let's go for a walk. No talking. When we enter the forest, we're just, it's shut off. Everything is shut off and make sure there's no phones or anything like that. And walk and listen. And that's it. <coughs> Sorry. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a really therapeutic thing and the awareness and how hard it is to shut your brain off. It's really hard. But the forest yeah, always brings we, you yeah. into, it brings you into center again and mm -hmm. realigns you and connects you. And before you know it, you're like, oh, I want to touch that tree. Oh, look at that plant. Oh, that flower. Oh, that mushroom. You know, you just, that stone, everything is, everything becomes like, it makes you a little kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I've rediscovered like my inner child by having an eight year old now and she loves nature. So when she, whenever we would go out like to the woods or something in Belgium, when we still lived in Belgium, we lived near a really nice forest, really beautiful. And she would go there and she's seeing all these beings. Oh, hi fairy of the blah, blah, blah. And over there and how, hi, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Like she's talking to all these beings and I'm walking with her and I start talking. Oh, hi. No, he's standing over there. I'm like, oh, okay, hi. <laughs> so it's really, yeah. <laughs> I try to like, play along with her story. and uh, But it is, yeah, interesting. Because she will, like, I'll ask her to focus on a specific plant. And I'm asking her, what do you see? And she says she sees the plants vibrating. She sees that they're not standing still, that they're moving. They're like pulsating energy. And children, when they really focus, then they can still see all of these subtle energies around plants, trees, animals. But, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to preserve with her, this, um, yeah, trust in her intuition and the things that she perceives. Yeah, mm -hmm. because, I mean, I understand that completely. And I remember the energy relationship um, that I had when I was really little. I spent so much time in our backyard in the edge of the woods at what I called Big Rock and making all the fairy houses and things like that, which nobody ever guided me to do. I just felt guided internally mm -hmm. to do it. And, um, you know, you get older and people tell you to stop playing with with dolls, you know, stop playing yeah. with the fairies, you know, you shouldn't tell people that, um, you know, you kind of go through, um, all the programming coming at you through your parents or through other kids in the neighborhood, yeah. um, saying you're weird and you don't want to be weird. You want to be, you know, cool. And so you stop playing in the woods and then you know how that happens and how that the programming just you go to school and oh forget it you're you're yeah. completely gonna be reprogrammed and I fought I fought it for a long long time I had a hard time um staying focused in any of those um funneled uh places that yeah you know, like the church wanting you to only be one way as long as you follow this way and same with school you have to sit here and do this terrible boring thing all day long and 
all you can think about is being outside the whole time. And uh, yeah. So yeah, I can, I can only imagine what things would have been like if somebody like a parent like you, who's already awakened, encouraging and enhancing those skills that I had when I was little and where I would be now, because I can't see, I can't see the vibration of the plants anymore. I can only feel it. So that's good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I can't see it physically. So that's so cool that she can see that. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, and, and like when I think of my childhood, I saw all kinds of stuff. And I remember that I would sit underneath the living room table and I talked to like my guide. Would Now I know that that was my guide, but there was always somebody underneath the table sitting there and I would go under the chairs under the table and I would sit there. And then my mom was like, what are you doing under this table? Get out from under that table. And so eventually I stopped doing that. And then I guess I stopped seeing him. But then he came back when I was older. He was one of the first spirit guides that I reconnected with. And he showed me the image of us sitting underneath the table. And I remembered like, oh, my God, I remember you from when I was six years old or so we were able to do these things, but yeah, it's like you grow up and you have to, you have to stop fantasizing and your parents will tell you, oh yeah, you're, you have such a creative imagination that you can't, you like, you have to stop lying or stuff like that. And you try to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of inevitable, I think, but I think more and more parents now, like my generation they are starting to parent differently because, but it's not nothing against the parents that are older. It's just that they did the best they could with the consciousness level that they had. So I do believe parents have always wanted the best for their kids. But if you don't know, like a few, you're, you're like, your consciousness level is up to here, then you can't teach your children anything that's up here if you haven't learned it for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is so, why... I agree with you completely. And I, I think that, you know, we're, we're limited with what we've set for limitations and mm -hmm. just a, a, a little bit of curiosity uh, can, can go a long way with your expansion. And, you know, things were made out, I think for older generations to be so difficult to want to do such as, you have to commit to this fully. You know, that's something that is kind of a, a mantra that we've always heard, you know, unless you do this all the way to the end and complete all of these classes and, and, and dedicate yourself to yoga, you're not really a yoga person. You know, you're not really a yogi. You can't be a guru. Yeah. You can't, you know, so you're, you're always looking for that higher person. That's the perspective that we were given, this higher someone more educated than you and until you've done everything they've done you can't you can't call yourself anything or do anything yeah. but why do we want to be labeled yeah you know because, what the hell yeah, is what, it's yeah the thing is we when you go to school you start going to school and there's a label already either you're a good student or you're a bad student you're a daydreamer or you're um an achiever it's immediately from the moment that you enter the school system. But of course, the whole, yeah, now we're like completely getting sidetracked. But like, if you look at just the whole system is made um, 
is made like that, that you can't really spend the time on developing your intuition because you have to work. You have eight hours like a, a day that you have to work for somebody else. Your kids are in school because you can't be home with them because you have to work. There's no time because there's homework, there's groceries, shopping to do. There's like, there is no time or it's very hard for people to see where they could possibly create time to develop their intuitive abilities. And that is why so many of these traumatic things happen because we are so out of balance that we energetically attract certain situations into our lives that are gonna like slam us in the face and make us relook our, like take another look at our priorities, like how far off center that we've come that something like that was able, I'm not saying that like, you would you create everything that that happens to you but in a way everything is energy everything is magnetics so in contract like from a higher level you did agree to have that experience for yes. your growth yeah mm -hmm. yeah totally like when i had that uh car accident when i broke my neck i was i was absolutely out of my body not being present um I didn't cause the accident. It wasn't my fault per se, um, but it was um, a moment in time where the woman who pulled out in front of me and I were supposed to meet and yeah. I, I aligned with it. I know I did. Um, and the outcome was a long-term uh, pain and, and it was never agonizing, but boy, um, it really created a lot of other issues and I looked at that and I said oh my god you need to wake up Christine mm -hmm. and that's that's really when my journey started when I had that experience and had a second you know how or had a, a yeah second chance I guess mm -hmm. to stay and deal with the pain but also um, start my inner work and yeah man yeah. oh man what a trip that's been was your catalyst for awakening for like remembering all of this stuff it's like with me um i was in a very bad uh, marriage very toxic marriage with the father of my daughter and i was at the point where i didn't see any way out like i i was like okay i i need to just kill myself because i don't want to live like this and i couldn't see how i could get out of the marriage it was just a very toxic situation he ended up getting incarcerated, and that was my way out. So that's how I got out. That's how I had this whole spiritual awakening in the middle of this crisis in my life. I had this full-blown kundalini awakening. My spirit guides were back, and they're like, hey, we're going to help you. And, and I don't know. I had this just rush of pure source energy, and I was like high on, on source for months for months at a time and that's how I planned my escape and how I basically came back to Belgium with my daughter and yeah I was like okay there's no denying spirit there's no denying divine um, assistance there's just no denying any of this and that's because I started also seeing my Akashic records and past lives with my ex and how there were connections with this lifetime and a lifetime her lifetime here because that's when I drew this portrait and then karmic oh. things that needed to be like neutralized and that and part of that was me leaving with my daughter basically 
And yeah, that's how this whole crazy journey started for me. And then you're like, I can't talk about this with anybody. They're going to think I'm crazy. So I made this anonymous <laughs> blog and, and nobody ever saw my face. And then I started like posting stuff on Instagram and then I got more confident. And then I saw all these other people doing the same. And yeah, and that's how, how we are sitting here right now talking. <laughs> yes, I know. I love that. Yeah. And while you were telling me that I just got amazing goosebumps, all like, you know, that inner vibration that comes through when you're being acknowledged. So I just want to let you know that there is a lot of like hip hip hurrah. You did such a great job. Yeah. I feel like, cause yeah. I was thinking that's the motivation. Like if I stay here, what am I going to pass on to my daughter? Like ancestrally and energetically, I don't want to do that to my daughter. And that's, that was the determining like push that I needed to get out of that marriage. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy yeah, and then that, that takes yeah. so much strength. And St. Germain and Archangel Michael were the main guides at that time to really like give me that extra push to do that. So those two will always be very special to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I know them well. They show up quite a bit and I, they are the perfect ones to do what you needed. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Oh man, I just Let me love double it. Check the time because it is now almost. We've been talking for almost an hour. Okay, yeah, you need to let me know when you have to like leave and stuff because I know that you're going somewhere. Well, my um, trip got uh, slightly delayed today, so I actually mm -hmm. have more time than I thought I did. So I'm uh -huh. I'm here as okay. long as as long as we want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we actually have people watching and if anybody left a comment. Let me see if anybody's watching this and you have any questions. I don't think anybody's asked anything. Or if you have any questions about Telos or about anything that we do, you can always just leave a comment or send us a message. Uh, yeah, so speaking of which, maybe we can talk a little bit about what you do, like spiritually, how you offer this to other people, what it is that you or maybe want to offer, what you see for yourself in the future. Yeah, well, I, um, so I kind of started uh, working a lot with just bringing people out into the woods and just taking walks. And that's developed into education with the plants. And of course, usually what ends up happening is that I, I get an intuitive flow for the person. Um, so what I've started doing is putting together a package um, where I'll use my tarot cards uh, that want to speak to the person. And then um, as each card comes in, I don't look at it. I just put them down in order. And sometimes it's from, you know, a handful of decks. It's not even the same deck sometimes. And so I really listen to what messages are coming through um, with each card. And it, it usually doesn't have anything to do with the actual meaning of that card through the tarot uh, book. But sometimes they'll say, read the book because the message is mm -hmm. in, in that. And so that's how I've been doing readings for people. And a lot of my tarot cards are nature connected. And so when it's a time like this and you can't see the plants because there's snow on them, um, 
uh, the plants will come up in my um, herbal cards and they'll say, you know, this person needs to work on their grounding their root and, you know, dandelion wants you to start, you know, drinking it as tea. Mm -hmm. And so add that, you know, and stuff like that, you know, comes through and, and it's, and then it'll tell you, or sometimes with my tinctures, I'm looking up at my tinctures here. It'll say, you know, they need a ounce of dandelion root for the next 30 days or stuff like that. So Whoa, that's um, really, it's kind of, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love yeah. that. And then sometimes it'll be the crystals and the crystals will say, um, you know, they need to work with their heart chakra. So an obvious one there is rose quartz and so easy for mm -hmm. everybody to get, um, you know, so I'll get a lot of, <laughs> yeah, I have mine on too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that reading I really love because it's simple. It's really down to earth information. Um, it's easy to follow. And you'll get little nudges and some, you know, and then there are times where I'll sit and just talk to someone for like two hours and the stuff that comes through when we're talking, I, I tend to be kind of like down to earth stuff. I don't, I don't get into, oh, what my grandmother wants to tell you kind of thing. And, um, but if it happens, it'll happen because it needs to. Otherwise, I'm not for show. I'm for practical information mm -hmm. that can guide yep. you with your inner work and help you start becoming the you that you want to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I think, yeah, that that's the best thing to do. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. In terms of where I'm going next, um since you're reading for me, I have been writing and I, I, we, I know we talked a little about this and I read you one of the channeled messages that I got. And so I think my next step that I'm going to add to what I do practically for people with readings is um, just start reading my messages and posting those so that possibly it can be helpful for other people in their journey and their guidance, no matter what level they're at. And that's, mm -hmm. that's where I'm at right now, honey. Yeah. Cause I remember I was listening to the voice messages and I think, yeah, I was on my own and I was drinking my tea and I felt like the energy of the messages. I'm like, yeah, this is like channeled information and it's like charging me up. I feel it. It's like, yeah, we need to, you need to like spread this with everybody. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. we need to share this this message because it's also the way that it was written, just the choice of words, just the sentences, everything. It was like building up this energy of just flow. And, and yeah, I could really feel the Telos energy behind it as well. Speaking of which, we have a question here in the comments. Can you tell a bit more about different beings living in Telos? What about dragons and dinosaurs? Have you seen any images or received any information about that? Yes, yeah. I have. So, okay. um, uh, yeah, oh, I can't wait to uh, do another reading on it. It was so exciting. So in Telos, where, I mean, so right now I've only traveled to a certain part of Telos and it is, um, all crystal, like alabaster. It's a, a circular space. Yeah. And 
it's many, many levels. And I, yeah, I know the this, space you're talking you do. about. <laughs> it's so that cool. Same space. And yes. off of Keep going. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, off of the main floor, um, there is like an entrance. It's open on one side and you can go out to the ocean or the water that's there. I, I'm a, I think it's ocean water. It's but like it's an a, inner ocean almost. It's like in, in, in yeah. the earth. Yeah. It is so cool. And the, and the sand is gorgeous. But right near that um, exit to go outside to the ocean are some rooms. And these rooms are, um, they have crystal beds in them. And you lay on the bed. And in that room, there are these beautiful beings. I've never seen them before. I, I don't quite know where, like who they are. But they're all white. And all I can tell, I don't have distinctive features yet, but they're thin and they're tall. Their heads are a little bit larger than normal and they're lankier. They have longer arms, um, not real muscular type of beings. Mm -hmm. Very neutral, very kind of go like not medical, but medical. And that's what they're there for. They're there to kind of help guide the, the medical healing of people. And they had me bring my friend there uh, during a healing session. And so I brought her down. We laid, I had her lay in the bed and then they had me lay into her so I could mm -hmm. kind of feel what was going on. So my perspective was looking up for a few minutes to see them and they just are like glowing white beings. And so I then came out of her and they showed me and had me place um, a citrine crystal you know, all the way down her body on her chakras and through the chakra energy field. And then they had, then they pushed it in and they melted into her body. So she was crystal lined with citrine. And um, that was one experience. And then I was brought there again. And then this time it was for me and mm -hmm. the beings that they were, they were there again and then a beautiful man, like um, taller than our usual, but not like a giant or anything, just taller than our typical male yeah. is. Uh, blonde, blonde hair, really long blonde hair. He had sort of a, um, not a crown, but sort of some One of thing those made me think yeah. crown. Yeah. yeah, it was. And I think it had a little peak maybe right here. Or that could have been something placed there. I'm not sure. Um, something you know, just, for the third eye, yeah. Possibly, yes. Um, he had. He was very. Uh, sh his suit was structured. He was in white. Um, he was. Um, he, his skin color was white. He wasn't like blue. I was. I, you know, I'm looking for the blue beings, and it's my higher yeah. self who's the blue one. She's running around all the time, but. It's been interesting. So I've only been in that particular space where um, this healing space so far, and I haven't, I've looked and I can see all the different levels. So there's a lot more to explore. Yeah. But so far in my uh, beings, I've seen St. Germain, well, the energy of, not a description, the energy yeah. of St. Germain, the energy of Archangel Michael, of Commander Ashtar, this man who I guess is a friend of mine, like he knows me and I, 
I, I think he's on the council. Mm -hmm. And they had me sit at the table. Oh, okay. So see, now I'm remembering everything. So mm -hmm. I went to the council table and it's this long table and there were many beings around there. And my attention was drawn to the reptilian. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, there's a reptilian here. Um, this is great. It was a male, masculine. He looked very, um, like he was there for business. You know, like he, he was like a, oh, he was a commander. And yeah. I, was, I was like, hi, you seem very familiar. And they're like, yeah, you, you summoned him here. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay. And they're like, yeah, you're friends. Like, you know, everybody here at this table and you'll get reintroduced. And then I felt this joy and laughter from people because they're like, oh, she's, she doesn't know what she's in for. This is going to be fun when she, <laughs> you know, yeah. really realizes what she's doing. Um, but th so they got a, they got a kick out of me. You could, I could say. Um, they do. They enjoy it. But like in a loving way. <laughs> very, very loving. Yes. Um, so that's what I've seen so far. And the other beings around the table were, there were female and male um, energies. I, I haven't seen, seen them yet, um, except for the commander, the reptilian commander. I didn't quite get his name. And then the other guy, my higher self said, you can call him Cal, Kalel. Um, because you don't understand his name in your language. It's, it's a frequency. It's a sound. But that'll be the name. Isn't, isn't that him. Superman's name? Isn't that also Clark Kent's yes. name? Superman name? Yeah, because that's like... I, was... I think the whole Superman story is based on just Pleiadians coming to Earth. And he's one of the like Pleiadians oh. that's like in disguise working as a journalist... I don't know. I've yeah. always thought it was um, that they, they're like these superhumans, super strength, super like stuff that they can do. It's like based, like lately me and Nick, both of us, we were like watching these science fiction movies and we're looking at each other like that is channeled, that is channeled, that is from the Akashic Records. And these people have no idea that they're channeling it into movies. Like more and more, we're starting to notice in like pop culture, like Netflix, Movies about time traveling, movies about multi, like multiple Earths, all this stuff, like in the flesh, they speak of like a bunch of different timelines and Earths and going back and like through speed, through like the speed force and stuff. It's all metaphysical and they're putting it all in into the mainstream. I'm noticing that. Yes, yes. No, I, I'm noticing it too. It's, it's kind of fun because now that you have a whole different perspective and expansion and can feel the energy behind it, you're like, oh, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I wonder if they have any idea that they channeled that, you yeah. know, from whatever. And mm -hmm. yeah, no, okay, I thought that. I'm like, that's a very familiar name. And, and then I was like, I think that's Superman. And then I was kind of like, are they making fun of me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, then are they teasing me with this? Their names are like, yeah. and I'm like, are you just doing this to see, like, to make fun of me? What are you doing? Some of these names, yeah. like, I can't really think of an example, but some are just ridiculous. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm going to give you another name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I'm going to stick with Kal-El on this one just because it's a nice name and it's not too silly, but um, 
and the fact that she said you'll never be able to say his name. So just use this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us. It is very interesting. Yeah, I've, I've been there now a couple of times. The first time was with that Steve Nobel meditation. But the thing is, I was completely gone. I like bilocated there, was not aware of my body anymore. Like I was fully there just in the experience. Yeah. And I, I started seeing these white tall beings, like you said, all these white, but like a crowd of them was like gathering in front of me, just like, oh, she's here and all these people. And then like shorter blue skinned people in between. And they're all just watching me. And then my guide is like, come here and, and come with me. And I'm your sister from Lemuria. And I'm like, oh, I missed you. I'm like, what am I doing? Do I know you? But then this other part of me is like embracing this blue person and they also brought me to first there's this really big like pool of water that looked either like an ocean or a gigantic lake you walk past that and then there is this round room with a bunch of crystals like the healing room or something and yeah I started going there and my guide usually takes me there when she wants to show me stuff about crystals or stuff like that and then only a few weeks ago during hypnosis sessions with other people, like when I'm guiding them through hypnosis, I don't really prepare a script, like not really, but then I was all of a sudden guided, like take them um, to Telos and there's crystal beds and place them on the crystal beds and I go with whatever's coming through and I put them on the bed and I go over their chakra system. St. Germain is there with the violet flame and they, they come out of the meditation or out of the hypnosis and they're like, oh, my God, I could really feel the energy each time you were working with the, the violet flame and in Telos. And oh, my God, I'm like, OK, I'm going to keep on using this crystal bed in my sessions with people because this seems to be really working. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the crystal the crystal bed thing really surprised me because I did a med bed um session with Roxy and, and it was fantastic and really um, altering for me. Uh, and when, so when the crystal bed thing started coming in, you know, of course my ego is like, Oh no, you're just making this up. You know, my, yeah. my ego starts fighting me and I'm like, listen, we're safe. We're okay. Don't worry. Let's just go with this. Um, so it's almost like I, I'm cradling my little ego, like a little baby and saying, mommy, we'll take care of you. We're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I found approaching my ego that way is way better than, than just having a fight with myself. Um, yeah. and when the crystal beds came in, I, I had that doubt. I'm like, am I making this up? Like, how can this be so amazing? <laughs> and mm -hmm. it really is. It is so amazing. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting that you mentioned it in your voice messages a few days ago and I hadn't said anything about Telos and crystal beds to you and then you tell me about the same thing and I'm telling Nick look at the, the voice message that I just received I just started doing this with the crystal beds and, and the violet flame and now I'm hearing that somebody else is seeing these crystal beds and, and like you're being told hey go to this crystal bed I'm be like they're trying to reach out and they're making this spiritual technology known to those that are ready to start working with it in the higher realms because we cannot physically go to tell us yet, but we can lift our consciousness so that our 
astral body can at least go there and and we can benefit already from what is in telos the technology that is there but because yeah physically we're just not ready yet to go in there like all of us like hey let's just go in there we can't do that yet but they're gonna start preparing those that have the connections with telos to start bringing more information out so that little by little people can get used to this idea of there are people living inside the planet and we have to get to know these mm. people through a filter first for the safety of the beings in telos and for our safety because a lot of people's brains are going to just explode when they're like what so there's been yeah. beings inside the earth for centuries and we didn't know about it well then what else is is not the way i i've always thought it was so it's a very yeah it's a very yeah process that's gonna take a while but eventually there's gonna because that's what i keep receiving that there is a point where they're gonna be able to come out of the the mountain that they're gonna be able to be in contact with those on the surface yes Yes, I'm, I'm feeling that very much as well. I feel um, through the, the little bit of guidance that I've seen from my higher self in terms of being on, you know, whatever we want to call this plane, um, that, you know, she's, she, she's very confident in her ability to be safe, um, but she's, you know, not willing to really risk anybody else. And so she tends to travel quite a bit, but I think mm -hmm. a lot of it is through her light body um, that it, but it's different. Her light body is different than what I expected. And it's got like a, 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 a solidness to it as well. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's yeah. like, I feel like she made, she, the one of the readings I did recently, um, one of the channels I did recently, I um, I was having a hard time staying in it. My my um, mental brain was way in in the way, and she kept saying, "You know, you look like a ghost to everybody. They see you, and you're just yeah. like a ghost. So just relax. You know, like I'm so filtered. I just look like this moving." white mass ghost but they know you don't worry and, and all this funny stuff and I was like oh I'll try to hold this channel and I was having a really hard time with it but she brought me to the med bed to relax and to let um the energy of you know Gaia ground me a little bit better than what mm -hmm. I was but um but hers hers just maybe it's just stronger um not solid it's just stronger and um she has a better ability to stay in that space than i do obviously yeah because the thing is yeah for for those watching that don't know the background of the story so christine's higher self i'm gonna channel her higher self she like emails me hey can i have a portrait and reading so i connect to her higher self her higher self is this telos being but that's again another like proof that Time doesn't exist. The past lives don't really exist. Everything is happening now. Everything is multidimensional. So Christine's higher self is in fact a being in Telos, living not in the 3D, but she can travel back and forth. And I kind of see her like popping in and out, like through this veil, oops, like that she can just kind of go in between the two worlds. And there have been 
reports from people that say that they have hiked around Mount Shasta and they have seen the beings physically, including a friend of mine, but I haven't spoken to her in a few years. Um, and I think she kind of like stepped away from spirituality because she, she, I think she may have had some weird experiences that she wasn't really able to explain at that time, but she went hiking and she said the higher up they got, that the, like the more they started to notice like people that looked a little bit different. She said they looked like hikers, but they were very tall and blonde and Ooh. they seemed just very zen and chilled out and very like balanced and that she asked for the way and they, and they turned and they had just this really bright look in their eyes and they showed her how to walk like do you have to go over there and there and and suddenly they were gone like she looks behind her and they're no longer there then they were gone yeah i'm like yeah that was a being from inside the mountain that you that decided to help you out so wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah i i don't know i may or may not end up at shasta to um see that for myself i hope that i do um mm -hmm. but i kind of feel like i'm like you said in my area here in new hampshire i am definitely in a very vortexy um drawn place and and in a meditation that i did i I was shown how to hold energy balls like in my hands and then place one in my third eye and trying to call me. Um, it created Oops. a, um, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. My, my kiddo was calling in even though I have my phone off, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, so I created like a, a vortex um, pass through. And that was the first time I didn't realize that I was walking into Telos because now I see that same, uh, light of energy, the crystal walls or, you know, whatever they are, marble crystal walls. And, um, yeah, so I, it, they've been calling me for a long time and, it's just kind of cool now that I can look back on all of these different experiences and be like, Oh my gosh, I've been, I've been going to this place for a while. I didn't even know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and as you were saying like, Oh yeah. In my neighborhood here in New Hampshire, I, I started seeing a tunnel going from where you are like straight underneath the ground to Mount Shasta. And then you start saying, yeah. And I created this basically portal here or vortex that allows me to go there. I'm like, yeah, I just saw that in my third eye. <laughs> Yeah, but that is, I think that is the way it is because we've been like separated from our family because that's what it is really. It is family that we were connected to in Lemurian and Atlantean times. They were our family friends and then they, a part of them decided to go underneath, uh, like in the ground to protect important information, technology, and the rest of us entered the reincarnation cycle on the surface. And they've, st they've been keeping an eye on us because they are wanting us to grow so that we can join them again in a higher consciousness. So they are now like sitting on the edge of their feet with their popcorn. They're waiting for like the next chapter <laughs> of the movie. That's the way, like, that's what I feel that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely feel the same way. And I feel that their joy 
in just um, even being able to think of something like that, just them saying, okay, they're, they're so close to coming in. They, they may not believe that that's what they're doing. You know, like I didn't, I was like, why am I seeing this, this weird vortex, you know, how am I creating a portal (laughs) and where the heck am I going? You know, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. Um, They're just enjoying that we're awakening to it and we're willing to expand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is interesting, especially like people understand past lives. They understand spirit guides. They understand um, trauma from past lives. and, And they understand extraterrestrials. They all understand. But then when you put it all together, like a spider web that connects everything then you see some of them like no i don't i don't understand like there's that it's too much and then i try to explain it in a really simple way like okay you have this field of flowers there's all these flowers growing they're all growing at the same time and blooming at the same time and then you decide i'm gonna go smell this flower over here and then i'm gonna walk over there and smell the other flower so you're doing it in a linear fashion but it's all happening in this one moment it's all happening at the same time they're blooming at the same time so it's all happening so you can communicate with those other parts of yourself so that you can bring this information here and that's what you're doing now with your higher self in telos like she's like yes i'm here with all this information and you are on the surface you're this part of me i put you there So that I have extra, like an extra arm, basically, that is reaching up to the surface. You're like, oh, my God, this is like now coming through that she's just like, yes, you are here so that I have an even better way of bringing my information to the surface. So so you just have to like when you feel that in your heart, then you can't not go with that. You, You cannot like say no to that. I feel. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. You can't. I can't anymore. I mean, I certainly can't nope. anymore. My, my being won't allow me to not. So mm-hmm. it's, it's so exciting. And it's, it's really something that's within all of us and discovering what our connection is to, you know, this new expansion and this new world that we're going to be stepping in. We're already are stepping into. And, you know, that whole one foot in, one foot out, you know, which, which planet am I on today, uh, feeling (laughs) that, you know, really just starts to show you that so much around us is an illusion. And that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that it, it, it brings a different perspective. And if you're willing to kind of look at things in a different way, you start to see, well, what's really real and what's really truth and you can rely on the earth and the plants and Mm -hmm. all that to be of truth and if you want to know truth and you want an answer then go into the woods and sit down and ask for this answer to come to you and with no expectation because it may not come at that moment but it may come in another form somehow through Mm -hmm. technology through a person in the grocery line Mm -hmm. and you you just have to say okay i'm going to sit with this and let it flow 
And then eventually when you keep doing your inner work and understanding, you can get your answers more quickly. It's more like, you know, dialing it up and being like, hello, Telos, can you, can you assist me with something yeah. here? <laughs> like um, the telephone line to source. Yeah. That I always talk that's what yeah. it is, or telephone line to wherever. If you want to have a telephone line to Sirius or to Atlantis or to uh, Telos or wherever, you can just do that. Yeah. If that is a metaphor that works for you, and yeah. you, you say, like, people will ask me, oh, how do I properly, like, communicate with my guides or what's the protocol for contacting somebody? I'm like, I don't know. I just, like... Okay, maybe if you're not that confident yet and you would like to have a structure provided to you that makes it easier for you to like become more confident in your own connection, I see how that can be helpful. But like right now, when I really quickly want to just talk to like Archangel Michael, I'll be like, Michael, okay, are you there? <laughs> and it's yeah. just that you, you recognize their energy right away when you call upon them. They all have a specific sig and like energy signature kind of. Yes. And like think your main is very like, like he's right there and you feel this violet flame. And I often see like violet in the room. I'm like, oh, here he is. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them are like right there. When you call them, you notice them right away. Like Archangel Michael, for a lot of people, it's very easy to connect to him as a first like experience with the angelic realm because he's also like super motivated. Well, he, her, it's an energy. Really, it's like a coin with two sides. There's a feminine and a masculine energy to Michael, but it's the easiest um, angel to connect to and Gabriel I've noticed because those come in the Bible people will recognize them from the Bible so it's easy for people that are new to like the whole metaphysical angel spirituality side of, of angels yeah 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 exactly and I mm -hmm. I also think there's so many different layers to all these different energies um, and that there are different forms at least from my experience I have found um, like Michael is a really good one to bring in because he, you know, he comes in with a blue for me and he comes in. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll see a shield mm -hmm. um, as, as a, Oh, okay. He's here. Um, and then there are other times where I just feel a presence and you can tell, like you said, it's a signature. Um, and the other piece of that too is like, sometimes I feel like his energy comes in and, and it's almost like his assistant is here because he's busy, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like a different, it's the same energy, but a slightly different, um, like saturation of it. Yeah. I don't know if you've experienced that, but I've, I've started kind of seeing. It some can depend as well on what you're going through. Cause mm -hmm. I, I took the um, angel healing course with, I don't know if you know, Callista, she's a Hay House author, Scottish mm -hmm. lady. And she does like unicorn healing, angel healing webinars and, and classes. And uh, she works with the female archangels as well. So I got introduced in her class to the 34 archangels, which are the, the male and female archangels, the Archaea or what they're called. And Michael, because we really learned how to work with like, okay, Archangel Michael. But then there's Lady Faith is the 
female side of the coin, basically. And it's like when you have the spectrum of blue, the blue ray, you have light blue, you have dark blue, and then you go into the violet and, and you go into the energy of Saint Germain. And that is why they also work together so well, Michael and Saint Germain. But when I tuned into Michael, I feel that like that really straightforward energy. Like I will cut with my sword, I will cut through the fear and blah, blah, blah. Like all this stuff, this empowerment stuff. And, um, and then Michael also has this feminine side. Lady Faith is what they call her in the course. And that is more like the Mother Mary energy, the feminine, yeah. comforting, compassionate, but still like very clear. Like when you're going through stuff and I could feel it when I was working with Michael um, when I was about to leave my husband and I was just like in a complete crisis, it would like alternate one time when I'd have to make like really tough decisions and I'd had to take action. It was Michael. It was like this deep, dark blue energy. And then sometimes it would be this very compassionate, comforting, feminine energy that was still Michael and like showing me with compassion, like, you know, you have to leave and it is okay. Do do not feel bad. We are here and we love you, but you have to now do this and this. It's like more this like feminine side of him. And yeah, that's kind of how I've learned to work with the angels. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I love it. I've I had um I was in a space of feeling very alone and and scared and uh I just felt like I needed someone to give me a hug and mother Mary came right in and she, I said, would, would you please cloak me with, with your love? And I have never felt such a loving like blanket was put around me. And it was, it was, if you could feel a spiritual squeeze you know, mm -hmm. it was, it was just so intense and beautiful and it really just went right in through my heart. Um, you know, it was, it was overwhelming emotionally to feel it, but it was just so beautiful. And they, they do so much for us and all they want is to see us expand and they love mm -hmm. us so much. You know, it's, oh man. I mean, yeah. I want, I want everyone to feel that mm -hmm. I want yeah, every yeah. single person <laughs> to do that and feel it. And yeah. that's my goal. A mother Mary hug. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the reason why I ended up finally like turning it into my profession because I had gone through such an uh, intense experience, leaving my husband and then having this whole spiritual awakening which made me feel like I had all this support. And then I started thinking about like all these people going through these tough times in their life. If they only knew how much support they had, I have to tell this to, I have to tell this to people. Like, how can I connect people with all this support that they have? And that's how I started doing the portraits for other people and just making videos. And yeah, I feel like the more people know about this, the more they can go and spread this word. And it's like the snowball effect of more people telling even more people, telling yes. even more people. And then that's how you get this, this ascension, planetary ascension, because we're all working on it like individually. And it's expanding because we're all influencing those around us. 
Yes. Yes. I'm, I know I, I have never felt more like, okay, let's get this done. Mm -hmm. Um, feeling I, I, I can't wait to, I'm so glad that it's right now that right now, I mean, I've been dabbling in helping people, but I haven't done it, uh, full time and I haven't committed to myself. Um, and I think part of it was just the confidence and, and me worrying that, I don't know, who knows, my ego was in the way the entire time. And so now that I understand my ego better, I, I've, you know, ter- I've wrapped it in a blanket and hold it like a little baby and say, everything mm-hmm. is okay. And I love you so much. And you've That's helped a good me. Technique. I have to remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was in the woods when that one came to me and you know, the mm-hmm. trees were like, Hey, your ego is you like everything is you. So why would you be mad at your ego? Yeah. Just mad at your, you know, and I was like, Oh, and they're like, here, just wrap it up in a little, of course it was a leaf, but I, I have <laughs> a blanket and, you know, and I wrapped it up and I was like, Oh, ego, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so yeah. Sorry. I've, I've seen this the wrong way my entire life. And now I realize through the wisdom of the trees that you're just a little baby leaf and I just need to hold you. So that's what I've been doing. And it works really well. It's helped me build my confidence. And I'm gonna start posting again, all of my channels. And I'm gonna start, you know, doing, doing stuff that hopefully is going to help the world. That's all I want to do is have the everybody shift and feel the love that I've felt from, you know, so many energies around us that are just waiting for us to open our eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, I see a lot of people that have all this potential. So I like when I do these readings, I see the best possible version of somebody like, this is who you really are. And now I'm going to give you this information And I hope that you're going to like unpack all of this like a zip file and like look at all of this so that you can use all of this to do the same for other people. That's that's kind of what I do with each reading. And then when I send them to people, like people often think, oh, yeah, you you send the email. That's that archive next one. But I will stay in this energy sometimes because I'm like really feeling into the person like when they receive this email i know okay they're gonna like read all of this or listen to it they're gonna see it and i'm just hoping that they will get out of it everything that i put in there like that's kind of the feeling that i'm left with and then when they they email me back like oh my god i'm just really happy and it's not for my ego not oh look at what i did i'm so amazing it's because i can see that they got out of it what I put in it for them. And then I know, okay, that's, that's amazing mission accomplished. I, I was able to do that for you. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a nice feeling well, to be able it, to help somebody. You did with me. And I'll tell you right mm-hmm. now, um, I listened to that reading with my husband when I first got it, we were driving in the car and I was like, Oh, yay. And I, I put it on. And he's just sitting there like, wait, he goes, stop. He kept stopping me. I'm like, no, I need to listen. He's like, no. He's like, I have questions. And he's asking all these questions. And I, I, oh, he was enjoying it so much. And it's really the first time he's ever really been a part of something else 
like that. And he's never had a, like real reading. He's never really, I guess he had one reading, but you know, now he's in a space of expansion because he's watching my growth and he's allowing himself to uh, grow as well. And you know, the ripple effect you were just talking about and how it shifts everybody that's around you. And he, he wants a reading from you. So he's going to get one eventually, yeah. but he, um, he couldn't believe how it affected him energetically. And it was my reading. Yeah. And I've listened to it three or four times um, because every time there's a new energy message mm-hmm. that I couldn't absorb. So that is something that I felt like review of the messages that you've done um, would be the advice I'd give everybody. Listen to your message four or five times and take notes because you're going to yeah. see something or hear something different, or it's going to affect you in a different way that expands your awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Cause I'll like, we do readings for ourselves sometimes. And then I will look back at it a little later. And then you see things differently again, or you see connections that you didn't see earlier. And like now uh, this week, we, we were like really putting a bunch of, puzzle pieces together because we've been like Nick mainly has been researching a lot of old manuscripts and like esoteric books and stuff. And I gave him um, an Akashic records reading for his birthday, but he's all, of course he's gotten a few already from me. So like every six months or every year we do a new reading and a lot of information came up and then it was like, okay, that's enough. And then we did a hypnosis session last week where I also put him on the crystal bed and tell us with the violet flame, St. Germain was there. It was one big party anyway. Um, so yeah, <laughs> violet flame party it was fun. And uh, I could feel that, where was I going with this? I was going all over the place. Uh, I could feel that his hypnosis session and also the reading that I did for him, it was like shifting stuff in me. And I, it was like I had received a reading and I had to integrate all this information that was meant for him. Because when you're just, when you're soul family, when you are connected on a soul level, then you're gonna be connected to this person's energy. If you live with them every like day and night, you're going to get healing from whatever they received because you're connected so closely to this person. Right. And that is probably why he was like, okay, this is activating stuff for me. If I can already feel so like intrigued by something that wasn't even meant for me, then imagine what would happen if I would receive information that was meant specifically for me. So yeah, I would definitely, once he's ready, definitely send him my way. I would love to see where he's been and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. He's quite mm-hmm. an interesting energy as he is. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He may also be connected to Telos. Who knows? Maybe he has yeah. like a, a version in Telos that is with your Telos version and they're just like, ha ha ha, they have no idea yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that see. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. No, yeah, we will see. It is still a mystery, but no, that is definitely going to be interesting. But it is a big chunk of information. So, yeah, I have realized, like, when the people that do come to me and they say, okay, I'm ready, that often they will have, like, 
they'll keep an eye on me for a while. And I can sometimes sense too when somebody is eventually going to reach out for deeper work like coaching or like the portrait and everything, then I can feel it kind of like they are a sole client. Yeah. Like I can feel it, but I know that the actual work together is going to be later, but I can already feel like there's a connection with you. I'm going to be working with you. And yeah. I do like, I, I like that I can, I'm starting to feel that. And it's just proof of how we all have these soul contracts with everybody that we meet. We have contracts to help each other. So yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I know. I do love that. I, I love, um, you know, it's just like everything is magical and it, and if we could just look at it in a lighthearted way that, you know, we have this, this magic and it's just this energetic touch, you know, it, it could be through the heart. It could be, you know, through a meditation in Telos with someone and, you know, I mean, or it could be through Instagram, just like us, mm -hmm. you know, who knows, but the magic is, is coming through. Our lights are shining so bright right now. Um, I was told by my higher self that the darkness, the dark ones are being dealt with. They're, you're okay. You're safe now. To, because that's something I've been very worried yeah. about since my son's entity and having to remove that. It's like, oh gosh, you know, what's attached to me? And I had to deal with the demons, if you will, within me that, you know, these little energies, um, that I created, you know, that I allowed, um, in and, um, gave momentum to and energy to, um, or gave away my energy to. And I think, um, it's just right now we're in such a special space of time, um, and being allowed to expand safely with confidence with mm -hmm. love. Oh my gosh. Um, two years ago, I wouldn't be saying this. I was very like, Oh, really protective of myself. And I shut everybody off. And so now it's like, all right, I'll start opening yeah. the doors and see who's on the other side. Oh, Hey Jesus, how's it going? You yeah. know, I mean? <laughs> nice yeah, to but see I you. Think What's it's up today? You, the more, yeah, the more that you connect with your higher self, the more that you're going to also recognize what is in alignment and what is not in alignment. And then like the, the, the thing that we had the experience with this weird entity that we had um, a few days ago, like, because I had the confidence in my connection with my higher self, I could immediately recognize it as, okay, this is not an entity that's in balance. This needs to go. You need to get out of here <laughs> basically. And yeah, it was just a crazy week. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a science fiction movie. I was shown this Atlantean seal of protection. I'm like, now what is this Atlantean seal of protection? I've never heard of this and I find it and now I have to go draw it and stuff. I mean, all this stuff, all these past lives that are coming back, like the Atlantis energy is also really coming forward. And then because I was working um, on an article for our magazine about the book Anna, Grandmother of Jesus, that, which is an amazing book. Then I felt Mother Mary with me all day and Jesus. And I was just like in, in that lifetime again, just in their energy all day working. And like, this is just part of what it is, I guess, to live 
this fifth dimensional um, life. You have to realize that you're constantly moving in between layers of your soul and that you have access to more than just what you're seeing and trusting what is coming through. And because it's, it is easy to think like to start believing that you're losing your mind. If you don't know what the hell's going on and you have nobody around you that can explain this. And that is why I started talking about this to people. And that's why I tell people when they work with me, please let me know how you're doing. Like, cause some people, they do get very activated from the readings and the portraits and they'll start to have experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like the idea of like sort of having a follow-up with people. And that's something I think I'm going to start doing in my sessions as they're now kind of being molded into, um, you know, into something and they're, they're manifesting now into um, something that I know I'm going to be doing full time. And one thing that came to mind was, you know, maybe setting up something where you do a session and then you say, okay, next week we need to have a follow-up. Um, and because I, I'm finding that a lot of people, I've, I activated someone the other day in a reading. I, it just came out of the blue and she, it was exciting. I mean, she was just like, I have been working with these beautiful people for a really long time and I've really relied on them, you know, with all my readings and in my healing sessions. And she's like, everything you just gave me completely blew my mind and opened up a whole new thing. And it made me realize, oh boy, I think we're going to see a lot more of these expansions that are just going to kind of blow people's minds. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I should do a follow-up. I don't know. I'll be interested to kind of see how that, if that happens for you too, with like a, you know, adding that in as part of the whole process. For now, I'm like, I'm always telling people, like, if you have any questions or like about the reading, something is confusing, just email me, please email me so that I can like look at it and see where you need some extra clarification. But I find, and this may also be cultural, it's very strange because I have clients from the US, from the UK, from Europe, from Asia, And like the Asians and European clients, I can tell them 500 times, please email me. If you have any questions at all, they will not email me back. And I think (laughs) it's a cultural thing. Like Belgians, they're very reserved. They don't want to bother anybody. Like, oh, no, we're not going to bother you with that stuff. But like the Americans, they will email me. Oh, there's something I want to know. And I love it because... I think maybe that's also because I lived in the U.S. and and I feel sometimes I feel more American than than European because I like to talk. (laughs) And and, um, the funny thing is that in the U.S. they were always telling me, oh, you're so quiet. And I'm like, what? In Belgium, I'm always hearing that I talk so much. And in the U.S., I'm the quiet one. Okay, but (laughs) they will reach out. But you have to like really assure them, hey, you can email me. But yeah. It is, that's why I, I'm going to, I did start to tell this one person that I did mentorship with, like, if you need a follow-up session, because I know that this is just a lot of information in a month time, um, like, you'll need some time to process everything. And if you want a session again in a month or something, after you've worked with all of this, then then please let me know. But that may be a good idea to just make that a 
permanent thing like a month later you leave a month in between or a week or something and then you kind of see what they've been yeah. able to integrate and where they still need some extra assistance yeah 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 it i don't know how that's going to look but it's definitely occurred to me just just because i mean we're all expanding and and some of it is like big time awakening and can be yeah. It, it can not, it can be like hard to go through. Yeah. You know, it's, and because it's so absurd. Some of this, you think this cannot possibly be true. This is too fantastical or absurd, but it is true. Yeah. And it, it's accepting it. First of all, a lot of it is acceptance. You have to accept that this is true and then it is okay. This is all true. Now, how am I going to integrate this and deal with the emotional side of it? Because it like triggers emotional reactions, a lot of this information. And then you have to go through that, give all of this like a place in your energy field. And then you have to learn how to work with that stuff again. And yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how more and more people awaken and I am starting to see that we are meant to go through this before the the masses are going to go through this so that we can support them and be there and tell them I've d I've done this you're going to be okay you're going to exactly. be Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I I I completely agree and that is exactly the message that I got I think it was 2 days ago um was that everything you've gone through was so that you can help with your own experience, you know, and own empathy and understanding how to, how to go through all of this. You're not alone. We've done it. We're here for you. We're here to support you. I don't know. I, it just, it's going to develop the way it needs to. It's going to show itself to us and we'll know what to do. Like, do we have a follow-up session or do we just have a, a email that goes out and says, Hey, thinking of you, let me know how you're doing it, you know, or just something like that. But, um, gosh, there's, I, I'm just, I'm like overwhelmed with how excited I am about it mm -hmm. moving, moving forward and helping people. Yeah. And that's what came through yesterday. Cause like, there's always this financial aspect as well that we, I think yeah. as a collective, especially now, cause we started up this business full time and, um, for about a year now, and yeah, we, we're not super rich. <laughs> we're, we're still living like basically from paycheck to paycheck, paying bills. We don't have much extra, but every day we can start working and we feel that we are just tapping into this flow of the universe and we're not working. Oh, we have to make money. Okay. That is sometimes in the back of your head, like with anyone. Oh, I have this bill coming up then or then. But it's like you start and you feel into what the spirit want to share today. How can I best serve those that I'm meant to serve today? And that's the question that I start my day with. And that is basically what everybody should be doing. Like in a in an perfect world, we're all working every day just from what are we passionate about right now? What do we want to share and that's what work is supposed to be, that you are just sharing your medicine. Yes. And that's what we're now trying to get to collectively. But it's for the first few people that are doing that, that are breaking that cycle, it is very scary. Because yes. nobody else, you have no examples. You are the right. example. 
<laughs> right? Oh, it's a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially like, you know, being an herbalist, um, I'm still, I, I'm, I still have joy when something I make works. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I, I'm confident that what I'm providing is working. Um, you know, I have enough study. I have enough um, experience. And I have a lot of support in the herbal world um, that I can reach out and be like, hey, I've never treated someone with this particular skin issue. Anybody have some advice or have any experience with it? You know, so I've, I've got a lot of support with that. And I mean, just using like a drop or two of peppermint in water to settle your digestive system, um, it, it, it's like within minutes, it's your stomach feels better. You're, you're moving forward. Your body's got mm-hmm. more flow and the energy is great. And it's like, every time I'm like, I can't believe it works so well. You yeah. know, and I, <laughs> yeah. It's the same it thing with, yeah, with those things like affirmations that I make or clearing statements where I just like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. I hit record and I just start talking and I focus on this person. Okay. I, I ask them for three words that they want like things they want to achieve and three words for things that are obstacles for them. And I just hit record and I start like making these angelic healing statements around those six words. And it'll be like 15 minutes long and they have to listen to it every day for at least 21 days. And I'm like, okay, this is like super easy. You just listen to this. How can this work? But then I know that it works because that's what I did for myself when I was like planning on leaving my husband. I reprogrammed my mind with affirmations. So I know it works. And I started doing it with people and they're all like, this is so easy and it is actually working. I can't believe how, how easy this is. And this is so effective. And each time, even though I know that it is effective, each time somebody tells me it works, I feel so different. Then I'm like, oh my God, it worked. Even though I knew it was going to work, but still it's like this, this pleasant surprise each time somebody says that it it's helping them. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you, and you already know, you already know it's going to work. You already yeah. know it. And the, it, but it, it does feel good um, to get that feedback for sure. And the joy in that, and just think about the energetic exchange that you're having with that person and how, you know, you've given them something that lifts them up and makes them shine brighter. And then they turn around and give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's really why I'm doing this so that I can expand from their expansion and then mm-hmm. from my expanded self, I can help other people expand even more. And then that's just constantly expanding and helping others. And like then you know that you're doing the right thing when your job, what you do for work feels like that, then you know that you have to keep on doing more of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's that, Mm -hmm. that ripple, the ripple effect. It's still, it's going to keep happening. And, oh man, I mean, I I can't wait to see what happens next for us and, you know, your next portrait. I always love that you put them up because each time there's something new that I see in them as well, you know? Yeah. Um, There's a lot of stuff for everybody in them. I feel. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the, the development of it. So it's like, 
Oh man, sharing that is so important for people to just see that the process that goes into doing a reading. Um, and I think if more people, you know, did things like you do with the way you share, um, that I, I, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is it encourages me to do more as well and to share yeah. more. Um, I like trying to develop naturally. Cause mm -hmm. like when I was starting my business, I was thinking like, how do I promote myself? I don't like promoting myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at that. So I started just researching a bit and I was like, but I want to do something that feels natural to me. That doesn't feel forced. And I'm like, I'm just going to like post about the stuff that I'm doing because I'm already doing this stuff anyway. I might as well just post about it. So when I'm working on the magazine and I get inspired from this article that somebody sent in, then I'm like, I'm going to post something about this because I'm just feeling this energy that needs to expand and be yeah. shared. And the same with the portraits. I just do it because I feel like I'm just going to post my process and then they're going to see what it's like for me and then if you're going to work with me what better way to find out if it's going to be a good match than to see, have a look behind the screen uh, behind the like you know and yeah. you can it's not all curated and perfect it's like you'll see me with my crate now it's not that crazy today but it's been crazier in other videos it's like exploded and whatever but it's like, I don't care if I'm inspired to share this message in this moment. I have no time to like, oh, no, I have to like go do my hair for this video. There's no time. I need to just make this video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my favorite thing is, oh, good. It's cold out. I'll put a hat on so yeah. <laughs> no one can see my mess that's really going on here. But I love the, uh, the being the authentic person that we are and and expressing things and uh it doesn't matter how messy you are like sometimes the messier the better right because <laughs> then other people are going to be able to relate to you because you're not on some pedestal you are approachable they can yeah. recognize themselves in you and yeah that's just what i'm trying to tell everybody like all the stuff that i can do you can do and even better i know that's jesus again i know but he said that too. He said, you can do like all the things I can do, you can do and even better because I have shown you how to do it. And yes. that doesn't mean I'm your guru. It means follow my example and do what I do in your own life so that you can become your best teacher. Yes. Yes. And the, like, G that's Jesus's energy. You know, like he is, he is always beside me. Um, you know, so his energy is always next to me. It's like, you know, I am here supporting you, but I'm, I'm beside you. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to do this yep. together, like hold my hand and let's go. And, um, when you can get in influenced by that kind of energy and use it, um, as a source to bring in, you know, the loving, um, intentions and the loving messages for somebody, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then to teach them how to do it too, and to learn a relationship mm -hmm. with a being that is loving and wants to work with you. I mean, I think that's maybe going to be my next step is let's work, you know, it's, it's not just here's the plants. Let's work with the plants. Let's work with their energy. Let's listen to their song and their frequency and their messages. 
Mm -hmm. And, you know, I sat and did a meditation on a rock and I asked for the fairies to, to come and say hello. And when they did, I, I was, they were hilarious. They were, they were right in my eyeballs, you know, they That's were like, oh. they are. <laughs> yeah. they're usually very funny. Very yeah. Funny. And they like to hitchhike back home. We've had it happen twice now that we go hiking to this remote area here where we are. And it's like a four and a half kilometer hike up there and, and back. And in the evening, I've had like shivers, like twice now that I'll shiver. And I ask, what was that? And I see this little green being that's like, doo, 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 doo. I came with you. And I'm like, why are you here? Because we liked your energy so much. We liked your daughter's energy. Thank you for visiting our space and we really just wanted to come with you we'll leave again soon but we just wanted to come with you <laughs> like what is happening i'm bringing elemental beings home with me <laughs> but it's just <laughs> their energy is very like funny and yeah just really silly sometimes it's very yes. interesting yes, the nature I love being them. Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah we have beings. a common it said, oh, for the, the weird entity that we encountered a few nights ago, Nick, he, he's upstairs. I think he's watching us now. Still, he's live with us. She was part of my fear and so a valuable teacher, all part of the big spectrum, but also from the collective barrier of this fear frequency. That's why she was so physical in our perception, this demon girl that we had coming up yeah that it felt she was collect um connected to this collective fear and that is coming up because the light is also gaining exposure it's like a flashlight it's shining on all of these shadows yes. and they're coming up for uh, all of us individually but it's a collective fear of yeah of being our own boss, of having authority over our lives. And it's very scary. If nobody's ever told you that you can do that, that is going to be very scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to see this. We're already seeing the, the breaking down, right? I mean, the, 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 big, the big guys, if you will, are starting to crumble. And it's becoming obvious that, um, you know, stuff is going to have to break down in order for us to come out. It's kind of like, you know, you going through your experience with your first husband and how traumatic that was um, and me going through the car crash and how traumatic that was to mm -hmm. then be able to come out of it. Like, like you got squeezed into this experience and then you're shot right out of it. Yeah. Um, but we made the choice to get shot out of it. We could have crumbled in fear and we could have taken the left road instead of the right road, you know? Yeah. And right now people are really being faced with what are you here for? Like, it's time to move. It's time to let go. You don't need all this crap that's behind you, all that dirt and dust that's been sitting there. It's a waste of time and energy and it's just holding you back. And it is literally time to just say enough. I'm done with that. My, I need to have a new thought pattern. I need to, change my perspective um i need to be grounded i need to you know hold on tight to my heart and just really feel myself and it's you know mm -hmm. it, and 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 allow everything to crumble around me we are, are going to be okay yeah that and is we, again trusting that that which we cannot see yet just trusting 
without having the physical evidence. And we've been really, well, Nick and I, since we've gotten together, we've been confronted. Even when you try to like go the easy way, like these things were putting, like they were putting stuff in front of us that, yeah, you can't escape this. You have to go through this. So, but once you do, like with that mountain, you're on the other side, then you see, okay, this was very scary. But once I made it on this other side, look at how much like more balanced I am, how much lighter I feel, how much more I feel like my true self. Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. I know it is scary. um, Like not doing anything. And which is so weird to say, because everyone's like, Oh, I need a break. I need a vacation. I need to get away. And but when you're faced with you have to sit here and look at yourself. And everyone else is having like meltdowns all around. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's tough. It's tough. But then if you can look and say, Oh, I can see why that person's, you know, in this space of fear. And I recognize that in myself you know, using everything as a mirror and just trying to navigate the world around you, but really navigate the world within you. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the key piece. And that's what we've already done. And we're in this space to be like, okay, let me, let me help you see it differently. Yeah. It helps support your journey so that you can not melt into the wall and cry <laughs> all day. <laughs> Yeah, but that is a thing um, I realized that, look, this is not even about me. This is mm. not about, oh, I don't feel like doing it. Because there's this urge that comes from deep within me that I'm here. Like, I know that I'm here to serve a bunch of other people. Like, I'm here serving source in the name yes. of source energy. I'm here to help others. And I like, I may not feel like it every day. I may not feel like doing what I have to do, but I would feel worse not doing it because I'm, I have just this urge to do all of these things and to share. And that is also why, what helped me with being more open, being more public, realizing that this is a very big thing that is happening on a world level and you're a part of it and you have your role to play in this. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I, and, and the thing too is like the stages when you, before you get to the urge, it, there's like that knowing. I know I'm here for a reason. Yeah. I'm not sure what that reason is. And let me find out more. I know I'm here for a re- Oh, that's interesting. And then you're next, next. And then all of a sudden you're like, I know my reason. Yep. I'm, I'm bringing in the energy and it's, and it's, fueling a fire within me which is creating this urge to keep going yeah yeah it's it's exactly what it is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a fun place when you feel that then when you have that feeling i think some people feel that feeling and it scares them because it's something they've never and then that's how you have people that will all of a sudden be very overwhelmed and they won't actually do anything with that feeling and then yeah. you have those that are not afraid. It's that fear moment. Like, this is big, but this is very, I'm, I'm kind of scared. And then you can go with, I'm going to go through this fear because this feeling is too intense. Or I'm going to stay here and not do anything 
because I'm I'm not sure what to do. It's a big feeling, but I'm scared. Yes. And uh, yeah, and I've seen people around me that are very intuitive, very gifted, that I can see what their mission is, but they stay here because they're scared. And yeah. that as well has been my motivation to break through this fear because I've seen what happens to them. They are not happy and they could be very happy, but it's all about what are, are you afraid of really becoming who you're meant to be? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. The unknown. The unknown yeah. until you allow in the expansion energy to then be able to find that known, that knowing, yeah. that that absolute of, of you in your authentic self and and then the fairies and then the you know, yeah, <laughs> all the yeah. fun and stuff the you know? and all this stuff. Yeah, because that's another thing. Me and Nick were often just like rambling on about like imagine if that happens imagine if that happens imagine if the matrix all of a sudden like it's gone and we see dragons yeah. and UFOs I'm like the people will freak out their brains are gonna explode yeah but I'm gonna yeah. get on my dragon then I don't have to take a plane anymore so we have these I'm like yeah but how realistic would that be like I don't know I I feel it's gonna be a gradual shift and it's already we're in it already yeah and Again, I don't really need to control how it's going to happen because then again, that is me just trying to control a situation again when I shouldn't be bothered with that because we are safe. No matter what happens, we will be safe. We are supported because if you are doing your mission, following your mission, then you are going to have the support to do your mission the best way you can possibly do it. So, because if you're going to be wondering, of, of course, we are interested now in all this stuff going on with the banks, governments, and the UF, mm -hmm. all this stuff that we've been hearing. And we always like check in with each other. Like, are you getting carried away with this? No, you're not getting carried away with this. Okay, we have to stay balanced. So that is the nice, the good thing about having friends that are also on this journey, connecting with others, so that you yeah. can always check in on each other and like keep each other in alignment kind yeah. of. Yeah. No, that's really important. Um, surrounding yourself with, with the like-minded um, and, and sometimes the like-minded is at different levels as well. And, um, and then you, you probably have your closest ones that mm -hmm. you can really talk about weird stuff with yeah. be weird you know and, weird stuff, yeah yeah and I love that I, I I my husband and I have the same kind of relationship so we can very much express um weirdness and feel yeah. safe and um we've had a few jokes going too of like ooh, can you imagine when I come in on my dragon you know so I know what you're talking about um yeah and and quite honestly, yeah, I do think it is going to be a gradual thing for us. Um, but the beautiful thing about what we're doing right now is that you and I can go to Telos. And mm -hmm. we may not be in that physical form, um, but that's okay. We can open, you know, the portals with our, you know, safety around us. We can hug a tree and feel the beautiful healing energy of Mother Earth. And we can do all of this stuff right now and really enjoy it we can play with our dragons mm -hmm. and all of our friends and our aunt friends or our whatever yeah. um it's all there for us you know going to the akashic it's like 
I don't know. The vision I have is it's floating in, in this like space thing on like this sort of island thing. And when I show up, I'm like, hello, is anybody there? Um, you know, it's very uh, fant- fantasy for me, but, and I don't know how truthful it actually is. It's just my version of what it looks like. If it like. works, then it works. It, right. It, it, that's all I need to know. And, um, you know, I kind of feel like that little kid that's always tugging on the the coat of the parent and being like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, I don't mean to be a pain. I know you're busy. <laughs> Were you like that as a child? I think so. I think my I- daughter is like that, but it's nice. It's like, she's very interested by everything we do. So she's kind of like that. Hi, hello. What are you doing? Are you doing the reading today? What are you doing? Are you working on a portrait? So like she wants to see everything I'm doing. And she's already saying, when I'm 18 years old, I'm going to come work for you. I said, okay, then when I retire, you can take over the business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. She's eight now. So I don't know if she's actually going to do that. We still have 10 years to go. So I'm I'm not thinking she's going to do that. But who knows? Because she's already very intuitive and connected to her guides and stuff. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Well, Hi, Wendy. Oh, Wendy showed up, huh? <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to see what time it is. It is. We've been talking for two hours and 15 minutes. Oops. Almost. Wow. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should start wrapping it up because I have no idea how long Instagram is going to let us continue. And I do have to go to the bathroom as well. So, okay. well, that plays a role in it. <laughs> yeah, but it was amazing talking to you. And yeah, I just really just, it's amazing to talk to somebody that just gets everything that you, you're saying something, they're getting it. You, they say something. And, and yeah, Nick is saying she's like an old lady in a young kid's body. Nora, yeah, my daughter. She's yeah. like this, this grandma that is annoyed by, by like the peasants oh what what are yep. you doing you're bothering me with your whatever <laughs> she's always just annoyed by everybody and in a grandma mode she, she just wants to like be able to do her thing and don't bother her it was yeah she's funny that's funny that's perfect <laughs> yeah okay well you have a great trip today and uh, enjoy you. and yeah Definitely. We will talk again soon. We'll have to do this again. And yeah, I was going to say, because you know so much about mushrooms as well and just plants and trees in general, it would be super awesome for like to do a podcast with Nick, my husband, because he knows so much about trees and and mushrooms. And he he lived in Peru in the Amazon, in the rainforest. So he's super connected to trees, to nature in general. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to make a chapter two and uh, keep on doing these conversations. Yeah, I love the collaboration. We just mm-hmm. keep spreading the love, keep spreading the words. Yeah. yeah, that's the way, that's the thing. We just have to keep on building a community of like minded people. And then that's how we're going to be able to connect to other people and, and like this whole spider web of everybody yes. awakening, basically. Yep. I've, I've seen that in a vision actually. So we'll mm-hmm. talk more about that another time. <laughs> okay. You have a great rest of the day and I had a great talk with you. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you next time.